Hey guys, welcome back to Thick and Thin. I'm Katie Bilotti, and I don't know if you guys can tell by you know the sound of my voice, but I'm a little bit under the weather right now. But I had this like major epiphany, something I really wanted to talk about, um, you know, in a podcast. And so I was like, okay, you know, whatever, the show must go on. <laughs> I might, you know, not be feeling 100, but I'm going to still talk about this. And so that's why it might not be like the lengthiest podcast episode you've ever listened to from me, because I usually kind of go on forever. But this one, I'm going to try to stay, you know, short and sweet, so I can go to bed because I'm drinking my sleepy time tea right now. Um, but yeah, if you guys are new, this is uh, the podcast where I basically talk about the ins and the outs, the ups and the downs, and the thick and the thin of my life in New York City, and just my life as a millennial, you know, human being. So anyway, um, last Saturday, I turned 23, so I'm officially 23 years old. I was born on October 27th, 1995, so that makes me a Scorpio. Um, I'm a very true Scorpio as well in the sense of like everything that a Scorpio stands for or is like stereotyped as being, I basically am that. So yeah, but you know, in that, in my 23 years on this planet, I have actually learned a great deal of things. I've learned a lot of things that are, you know, hard to admit, you know, and I'm getting better at that. I'm getting better at at admitting when I'm wrong and why I'm wrong. So that is a big thing that I've learned and that I will be reflecting on in tonight's or today's podcast because I have a whole list here. I've been bringing around this little notebook in my purse for the past, um, I'd say like week and a half now, like barely fits also. So that's like dedication. And so in tonight's episode, we're going to dive in to this list in detail, in great detail and talk about, you know, the things that are difficult for me to talk about because they are things that I've learned kind of the hard way um, or I hate to admit that I didn't know to begin with. So yeah, okay. So now that I've sufficiently rambled about tonight's episode, I'm going to quickly announce our sponsor for tonight's episode. Tonight is sponsored by, or today, I always say tonight because I'm always recording this at night, but it could be today. It's probably today when you're listening to this like a normal person. But anyway, um, today or tonight's sponsor is HelloFresh, as you guys have probably heard before. It's a meal kit delivery service, which I've used. If you guys watch my Instagram stories, I actually do use it and I do create the recipes from the box, which is saying a lot considering I am not the world's greatest cook or even a very good cook at that. But the recipe instructions are very straight, you know, to the point easy to understand, and they're quick, relatively quick recipes. Um, Each week there's actually a 20-minute meal, you know, in the classic menu. So it's, you know, great for people who don't really have that much time, like me, or just get, you know, tired halfway through cooking. I really do look forward to getting my HelloFresh boxes because I know that it's going to be easy. It's, you know, all the ingredients are right there. I don't have to stress about going to the store. Um, And also, like, I won't have to spend all my night in the kitchen because the recipes only take about 30 minutes. So it's, you know, time efficient, just, you know, life efficient. You know, I spend less time meal planning and grocery shopping, and I get that time back to do more of the things that I like to do, like, you know, sit here and film these or record these podcasts for you guys it's funny because my friends are always shocked to hear that I'm actually cooking and I'm like nope I'm kind of cheating because I'm using HelloFresh and they give me literally everything I need to make a delicious meal so I guess it's not really cheating it's kind of just you know outsmarting the system kind of so yeah HelloFresh is amazing and if you guys want a total of $60 off so that's $20 off your first three boxes of HelloFresh visit hellofresh.com slash hellokatie and enter hellokatie at checkout and you'll get that 
cool little deal. You're welcome. So that is it for tonight's sponsor. Now on with the rest of the podcast. Okay, so I guess I'm going to kind of kick it off with obviously a story because I feel like I always am like, okay, so I was doing this thing in my day to day and then I was like, oh my God, I have to make a podcast episode. So yeah, um, obviously that's what happened when I was, you know, brainstorming this morning because I really wanted to get an episode up this week for you guys before I go back to college, which you guys are probably like, what? You're going back to school already? You just graduated? Yeah, my alumni weekend is actually this coming weekend. So I'm leaving on Thursday. I'm actually taking off my very first day of work, which is like, woo, my very first day off. Um, I'm taking off to go drink at a college that I graduated from anyway. But yeah, so I'm leaving. I'm going back to my alumni weekend or to my college for alumni weekend. And I know that that's going to bring back a lot of feels. And so next week's going to be like definitely a big podcasting week. So stay tuned, guys. But yeah, so I wanted to put up this podcast today kind of just like, you know, talking about my 23rd birthday because I didn't want that to get like, you know, shuffled under the rug because it is important and it is, you know, birthdays are important because, you know, you're a whole nother year wiser, a whole, whole nother, is that how you say it? A whole more, a whole additional, how about that? I am smarter, look at me, a whole additional year smarter. You've learned so much, you know, don't discount yourself. So, you know, it's kind of, you know, important that when you turn a new age to like stop and think, reflect and kind of, you know, compare how it's different because, okay, so I have a unique opportunity because I have all these YouTube videos that I've had since I was 14 on the internet. So I can easily go back and be like, okay, what was I thinking this time last year? What did my hair look like this time two years ago? You know? And so tonight I was actually kind of binge watching a bunch of videos you know, from my my youth, <laughs> from like freshman year of college. And I was like, oh my God, because I'm getting like, you know, kind of emotional thinking about like the fact that I, I, you know, I'm going back to school this weekend to visit, but I'm like never, ever going back to college ever again. And I'm like, oh my God, what? Crazy. Um, but this isn't even where it began. So this morning I was sitting at my desk at work and, you know, things are kind of slow in the morning because everyone's, you know, kind of just settling in, drinking their coffee, you know, warming up. Everyone's like not ready to speak to each other, you know, or I mean, everyone's like nice. They're like, OK, how is your day? How is your weekend? Whatever. But it's like, OK, don't talk to me until the coffee is set in for at least another 30 minutes. So I was just sitting at my desk, you know, sipping my coffee, checking my emails. I always have a million freaking emails love the work, but emails, my gosh, I never used to have this many emails at school. Um, but yeah, so I'm just like, you know, and okay, the craziest thing about L'Oreal, which I've learned is everyone has a mirror on their desk. And it's not, you know, for a vain reason of like checking yourself out or something. It's because like, we're constantly trying products, you know, the new products are being circulated, we have to try them on or, you know, just that's really the reason it's because we're constantly trying new products to be able to like speak to them. And on social media, I can't, you know, really showcase a product if I haven't tried it. So it means a lot of fun free products. Let's just say that. But yeah, so I was like, you know, answering emails and out of the corner of my eye, I was looking at like, you know, seeing this mirror staring at me and I'm like, oh my God, look at me. Like, look at me. I'm old. That's not what I was thinking. Um, I actually caught sight of a gray hair, <laughs> a gray hair. No, not just one, like a plethora of gray hairs in the side of my head, you know, from my peripheral of where I was sitting and looking in this mirror. And I was like, oh my God, because, okay, so I've been going gray for a while now. It's like been, you know, a long time coming. Even before I graduated college, I was going gray. But guys, it's been getting out of control, okay, to the point where it's like, 
I need to start actually dyeing my roots, which I've really never done. I think I did it one time by accident because I got my hair dyed in Italy and they did not understand what I was saying. <laughs> I was like, they totally get what I'm saying. And then I was like, no, they totally did not understand because I came out with like zebra hair with like blonde. Anyway, so I really don't dye my roots. And so for that reason, I've never, you know, I, I just now I'm like, okay, I need to like, you know, I'm an adult now. I have to go dye my roots because my hair is gray like it literally it's it's getting to the point where it's like at first it was underneath so you couldn't really see it and now it's like it's very much it like glistens in the sun like I need to get my hair dyed but I just oh guys getting my hair done in school like in college was like so much more like fun and like I had so much more free time and now I'm like stressed sitting in the chair like oh my god what could I be doing right now that I whatever that's a tangent but anyway I noticed all this gray hair in my head and I was like wow yeah, 23. Damn right. <laughs> I'm old now. Um, and I and then I thought I was like, wait a second, you know, like uh, 23 is not that old. Like I'm going to look back on myself and be like, Katie, are you kidding? 23 is like you're, you're basically a fetus still like stop complaining. But, you know, in the moment, you always feel like you're like, oh, my God, I'm getting old. This is the moment because everyone's like, OK, there was this one moment where I was like, wow, I'm getting older and this is my moment, you know. Um, but yeah, so I, I just had this moment and I was like, you know what? I am like, yes, in the grand scheme of things, I'm a baby. I'm young. I haven't even experienced half of life yet, um, you know, but at the same time, we can't discount ourselves like that because I feel like a lot of times, you know, older people and adults are like, oh, you're such a, you know, such a kid, like whatever. And so we grow up thinking that and then we're like, holy shit, I'm old now. You know, I think it's important to pause and reflect after each year and be like, yes, I am getting older. You know, no, I am not as old as I obviously will be eventually, but I am getting older and I am progressing and I'm not who I was two years ago, three years ago, six months ago. So I think that that's why I wanted to make this video so much or this. Well, what am I doing? This podcast. Thank God you guys can't see me on a video right now. I look horrible. and I'm like trying to sip my tea, but I keep having something good to say. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm not drinking wine because I'm trying to remain healthy. How was that ASMR? I don't normally like sip my drinks like that, but I wanted you guys to really hear it, you know? Anyway, so as I'm like sitting there looking at my gray hair in the mirror, I'm like, wow, you know what? Like I, I'm, I've progressed. And so in that moment, I was like looking around. I was like, yeah, wow. Yeah, I have really progressed. You know, this time last year, first of all, I was probably still sleeping because I was probably skipping class or something like a ridiculous human being. I skipped a lot of class. Don't be like me. <laughs> I did though. Cause I was like, oh, I need to like have a creative, you know, break so I can film a video later. And I like prioritize that. But you know what? It still ended up I, I still ended up okay, but I do not endorse that. Go to class kids. Always try to be that person that's never skipping. Whoa, did you hear that? I just like hit the microphone. Um anyway, so yeah, I have progressed a lot. You know, this time last year I was doing that. This time this year I'm sitting in an office building in my dream job. And I'm like, how on earth did I get here? Like I blinked and I'm here like crazy. But, you know, then I have to pause and be like, no, wait a second. I didn't just blink. I did a lot of things to get me here. And so anyway, that kind of leads me to why I started writing things down. Um, and I know I just talked about plucking gray hairs this morning, but let's just say it's been a long time coming. Oh, actually, I, I keep saying plucking. I don't actually pluck them because I know it's, you know, it might be an old wives tale, but I've heard you're not supposed to because then more grow back. I don't know if that's true. Um, but yeah, so I've been writing down some stuff, as I mentioned, and I'm just going to kind of go through them and comment 
on the things that I say. I'm, I'm getting a little tickle in my throat. No, stop it. Okay, so the first thing, and I will say, some of these things I pulled from old videos I've made, and it's funny how my opinion on things, you know, hasn't really changed since like sophomore year. So this is one thing that I actually said in a video sophomore year when I was living in the Zeta sorority house, and it was like right before recruitment, I remember I sat down, I had blonde hair in this freaking video, like I thought I was like the shit, whatever, spray tan, like spray tan hands, central, and I was like, Say no when you mean to say no. Oh my God. Okay. So yes, that's a very true thing, you know, and I still am working on that to this day and it's gotten me into so many deep shit situations where I haven't said no when I've wanted to say no. And I just want you guys to process this. Like a lot of times we say yes to things and I want to make this clear, you know, it could be professionally it can be with your friends it can be you know we have peer pressure stuff like that but it can also be like sexually and you know in relationships sometimes we say yes to things we kind of you know either consent to things or we're like oh yeah I'm fine with that like that's fine okay when you want to say no that's not fine that's not okay you know especially I've dealt with situations where it's like, yeah, I take on too much work and I get overwhelmed and that's one thing. But then I also get in situations where I'm seeing a guy and he says, for example, the R word. I'm not going to say it because I don't like the word. It literally gives me cringy feelings because I, I really do have a passion for kids with special needs, with you know people with special needs. I have you know family members, two family members with Down syndrome. And so it's a very sensitive thing. It always will be. And it just totally rubs me the wrong way when people say it. And I have been the person that calls people out. And I'm like, I don't think that's a very nice thing to say. Why are you saying that? That person is not impaired. So why would you call them that? Anyway, so I get very heated on that. But I've been in relationships or like, you know, with people and they'll say the word and they'll be like, oh, does that bother you? And I'm like, nope, that doesn't bother me. And then I look at myself later. I'm like, why the heck did I say that? I, it does bother me. It really does bother me. So that's just, that's an example of something, you know, that I've learned. It just makes you feel a whole lot better about yourself, about how you're living your life. And just, you feel a lot more comfortable, you know, in your life. If you say no and you just speak up, speak up in general, you know, when you, when you mean something, say it, you know, even if your voice wavers a little bit, you know, because you're, you know, it, it takes a lot of courage sometimes to speak up. It's a lot easier said than done, but I promise you, like, it just makes the whole thing a lot, the whole whole life, the whole, the whole shebang of living a whole lot more fulfilling and easier for you if you're just honest up front. Because I've, you know, found that sometimes I end up digging myself into kind of a hole where I just keep lying and I keep you know, either lying to the person or lying to myself, convincing myself that I feel a sort of a certain way about something, but I'm like, wait a second, this isn't me at all, you know, and then I realize that I, I'm kind of a fraud. I've kind of become the opposite of Katie Bilotti. I am, I don't know, Beatty Kalati. <laughs> I hate myself. That was like a dad joke. I hate that. Um, but yeah, so say no when you mean it, you know, professionally, in life, with your friends, in terms of peer pressure, and sexually as well you know just just when you don't like something speak up because otherwise you know the person is not a mind reader you you, they don't they're not going to know you know what your actual feelings on a subject is so you have to speak up because no one else will for you nine times out of ten so okay that's one thing one thing I've learned in my 23 years um 
similarly kind of like on the subject of no if you don't ask especially you know the hard questions or if you don't ask things that you're uncomfortable about or that might be out of place the answer will always be no you know you're always like oh why can't I do this why can't I be this why can't I have a chance with this company why can't I have a chance with this with this guy well guys it's because you never had the courage to ask because a lot of times you know you get the things that you ask for that you reach for you know maybe not ask like oh hey can I have this you know million (laughs) dollars no like you gotta obviously set your sights realistically I, I don't like the word realistically set your sights Maybe, okay, maybe don't set your sights realistically. I take that back because I have an example for you guys. So I've kind of discussed this, you know, a little bit in the past, but I think now that I've been at my job for like six months, I can like further discuss this. So I got my job and you guys know I'm very happy in my job at L'Oreal here in the city, beauty brand, killing it, love it, doing social media. I got my job essentially because I asked a lot. I asked a lot as in like I reached out to the people I knew at L'Oreal in all spheres, I reached out to about four women at L'Oreal throughout, and this is not just like recently, not, you know, just this year. I reached out actually the summer before my senior year trying to get an internship with L'Oreal. I asked a lot. I like emailed. I was like, I wasn't like extremely annoying, but I was like, can we please have a call? You know, get on a call. I, I always say this, like, you know, the number one way to like, you know, get your foot in the door is just get on the phone with people. It's huge. Do it. Schedule calls as much as you possibly can. So I scheduled some calls with these women that worked at L'Oreal, got on the phone with them, talked about, you know, what I my career aspirations, how much I really appreciated L'Oreal and how much I really wanted to work for L'Oreal. And, you know, the first time around, I did not get an internship. I don't think I've ever said that on the Internet, but I didn't get my the internship that I wanted the summer before senior year. And it kind of left me a little bit crushed and a little bit embarrassed, to be honest, but nonetheless, I kept, you know, kept up with these women that I really respected at L'Oreal. I kept up with the business and I kept asking for chances and look at me now. You know, ultimately it did take one of these women reaching out and being like, you know, giving me a chance. But the only reason why she gave me a chance is because I asked for that chance. So guys, you know, you can, you know, sulk and drag your feet and think, oh, I'm never going to get into this place where I want to be. I'm never going to get this job. So stop, you know, throwing yourself a pity party. If you want something, ask for it because no one else is going to ask for it for you. Similarly to the first thing I said, you know, you got to go after some things for yourself. A lot of things, most things for yourself, you know, and then just believe me, it feels so sweet when you finally get that thing and you're like, wow, I really, I deserve this because I asked for it and I worked for it. You know, it's a really sweet feeling. Um, So yeah, that's, that's another huge thing. And, you know, kind of, okay, Guys, if you're, you know, wanting something right now in this very moment, this is your sign to ask for it. Me quite literally being like, hey, (laughs) hey, you listening to this, you should ask for that thing that you want, because what's the worst thing that could happen? What is the worst case scenario? What's the worst, you know, backlash you can get them just saying no or saying, sorry, we're not interested. And most of the time when it comes to employers, they're going to be, you know, pretty nice about it because it's obviously like a business thing. You know, maybe in a relationship, things might be different or I don't know. But at least in the job world, you know, no one's going to be like, you know, really brutal. You know, I had a friend actually who applied for a job last year. Um, 
like for this year so it was like sorry like I guess it was like around January so I guess this year technically still um she was in finance so she's applying you know for more financey jobs which is obviously different than a comm job you have to apply for those a lot you know a lot sooner um but she was applying for this job she got to the final round and they you know denied her they were like or they rejected what's it called they just said they weren't interested in her I don't know they like what's it called what's it what why am I like blanking on whatever this term is they just said she didn't get the job how about that and she was like no like I really want this job so she went back and emailed them again and said I fully understand your you know your reasoning um or your your decision sorry she's like can I please know your reasoning I would just like to know where I can improve um and there's an ambulance going by Okay, I understand you're saving lives, but I'm trying to as well. I'm just kidding. Um, wow, it's really going by. Okay. Um, so anyway, my friend went back and she asked, you know, can we please, you know, have just one more follow-up call? I would really like to just know where I can improve. And she came back on the phone when they were, you know, giving her the points of where she needs to improve. And she was like, I totally understand that. Please give me another chance I'm confident that I can make these changes, that I can improve, you know, now knowing that I need to improve in these areas. She came back, wowed them, and got the job. Okay, so that's a success story. I know that it, you know, it could have ended up in failure, but then at least she would have been like, you know what, I tried. And, you know, companies like to see that you that you want the job so badly, that you want to be on their team so badly, that you will, you know, stick your foot out and do things like that, like asking for a second chance. So anyway, that's my second point. Um, these are taking me a lot longer to explain than I thought. <laughs> so I have a lot more. I'm going to kind of rapid fire them, I guess. Um, okay, so the next one is more romantic. And I know you guys are like, oh, Katie, why? You know, some of you guys are like, okay, thank God she's talking about this. Others are like, Katie, come on, be smarter, be more intellectual, blah, blah, You know what? I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about because at the end of the day, this is my podcast, so I can talk about whatever I want to talk about. But would have been really nice if I'd heard this advice Um a lot sooner than when I did like two years ago and I'm you know just now starting to kind of realize that it's actually true um but this would have been nice to have known like freshman year so if someone wants you someone wants to be with you someone wants to date you someone is interested in you they will find a way they will find a way to be able to be with you they will find a way to be able to speak to you no matter how busy they are or no matter how you know, much stuff they're going through or whatever, you know, they will find a way. Stop making excuses for people just because, you know, there comes a time where you need to respect yourself enough that you can't keep making excuses for people that don't want to be in your life, that you're just trying to force them to stay. Because at, you know, at some point it gets so exhausting that you just can't force them anymore. And it starts to kind of, or really, starts to really impact your life and your well-being. So just know if they want you, they will find a way. You know, the movies aren't all bullshit. Some of them are actually true. They will actually run after you in the rain if they really do love you. And so, yeah. And I guess, you know, in tandem with that, kind of also in a romantic way, you know, when do you know if you actually like someone? You know, when when do I know that I actually like someone or that I'm actually falling for someone? And, you know, after 23 years, I've realized that, you know, love or, or at least, you know, liking someone, because I think love is like a really strong word, and I haven't really been in like a true, true love, which is sad, And but I'm also being honest here, like I've had a lot of experiences, but I wouldn't, 
I'm really hoping they're not love because I'm hoping there's something better than this. Um, But, you know, love or being into a person, being infatuated with a person is, you know, what makes you, what makes you smile when you're exhausted. You know, when you're having a bad day, it's that little, you know, text from that person that makes you smile or remembering something stupid that you guys did that makes you, you know, smile. That's, that is what love and that is what, you know, liking someone feels like and if you're dreading you know responding to their texts if you're nervous if they're out cheating on you or something like that then that's that's not love and it's taken me 23 years to realize that (laughs) so there you have it folks end of the podcast just kidding um so those are kind of the romantic things but I have some more other things as well so I'm like trying to read this handwriting because I was writing this while I was walking um The biggest difficulty that I've faced is overcoming what I think about myself. So the biggest like obstacle I've had to, you know, face, the biggest barricade I've had to jump over, you know, is overcoming what I think about myself because I'm not too kind to myself all the time. I'm working on that, but I have not been very kind to myself in my 23 years, there's, you know, been moments where I've really seriously been cruel to myself, you know, either over my appearance or over my inability to find love or over, you know, the way that I'm kind of a pushover sometimes with my friends or whatever, like just little things here and there. And I'm just, you know, the biggest obstacle I've had to face is just dealing with my own criticism and also dealing with my insecurities and dealing with myself holding myself back. So, you know, I'm always going to be my biggest critic, you know, but, and it's tough because I can't always control how life goes. I can't control how life goes. You know, I've said one time, I think I said it way back in a video or something. I was like, you were the writer of your life. And I want to take that back. So after 23 years, I've learned I'm not, I'm very clearly not the writer of my life because if I was the writer of my life, I would make it a lot prettier a lot more adjectives. I'm just kidding. I am not the writer. I am not the one holding the pen and paper. I am the one holding the eraser and holding, I guess I am holding my own pen. I'm holding the red pen because I'm the editor. You know, I'm the editor of my life. And it has taken me a full 23 years to realize that I am not the writer, that things are happening in my life that I can't control and I can't even begin to control. And when I do begin to control, you know, or try to control things it gets a whole lot less fun and it gets messy and I end up hurting people and I end up hurting myself and it's just a bad mix so I'm gonna stick with being the editor for now (laughs) okay we're turning the page so those are a lot of things okay next is something I've learned rather recently which I wrote in big letters alone doesn't equal lonely and I'm sure this is like some like tumblr thing but I thought that I was really cool for coming up with it um at my desk today uh but obviously it's probably not something I came up with something I probably like read somewhere I have this problem where I like read a lot of things online or see things and then I say them and then I'm like oh shoot that's definitely like maybe plagiarism or whatever it is copyright infringement I'm like stealing someone's words but I don't even know that I'm stealing it until like years later and I'm listening to something I'm like wait a second Katie you did not make that up anyway But that's just life these days because you see so many messages in one day. It's like impossible not to. But anyway, so I wrote down alone does not equal lonely because, you know, after living alone here in the city for six months, you know, I've realized that, you know, there are points. I'm not going to say I'm I'm perfect. There have been points where I have been lonely. But I think even when you're with people, there's times where you feel lonely, like that you can be in a full room of people 
and still feel lonely sometimes. That's like a full a thing that happens, okay? But I can say that like there have been there has been so much reflecting done in my past five or six months living in this apartment by myself. I have done so much time. I've had so much time with myself. I've spent so much time with myself. And you know, there's there's a, there's a time and place to be with a million people doing a crazy thing, you know, going out or whatever. There's a time and place to travel. There's a time and place to, you know, go to work and go work out. I don't know, do things with other people, you know, but then there's, there's also a time and place for being alone and it's healthy. It's healthy spending time alone. And this is something that I've learned this year because this is my first time I've ever actually, I've ever actually been on my on my own and it's not for everyone you know I have friends that are like Katie you're crazy like how on earth do you live alone and to be honest it's it's just something that I've always known in my heart that I could do and that I wanted to do and I think that you you shouldn't force yourself to live alone if you 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 don't think that you can thrive that way but I'm a full-on extrovert guys like I'm a very extroverted person but I have learned that I love living alone despite being an extrovert So yeah, I love living alone. And that's something I've learned this year. Okay, next thing. As honest as I am, there are always things that I cannot reveal about myself. And I said dot, dot, dot. Because I'm constantly learning about myself. You know, I feel like sometimes people ask me questions that I don't know the answer to. You know, strictly because I haven't gotten to that. I haven't gotten to that yet. Or I don't know how I feel about something because I haven't had a chance to really think about it. And, you know, similarly, obviously, you know, normal people aren't always answering questions from strangers like I am. You know, I feel like sometimes we get confused. We think about something and we're like, oh, like maybe we read something, we read someone else's opinion on something and we're like, oh, I totally don't believe in that or I don't agree with that. But then you're like, wait, but what do I believe in? You know, what do I, sorry, I keep hitting the microphone. What do I think about this issue? And especially in politics, you know, I'm, this is actually the first time I'm ever voting um, in this current election, because um, I was abroad for the presidential election and I my absentee ballot didn't come, this whole drama. So this is actually the first time I'm voting. And I think voting and, you know, voicing your opinions on things is very important. But, you know, in that it does make you question, what do I believe in? You know, what do I think? And so there's some things that are left to be uncovered. And there's just some things, you know, I can't answer all the questions yet. And there's no matter, you know, how open I want to be, on the internet and just to myself in general, there's things I don't know the answers to and there's going to be things I can't be open to you guys about or to myself about because I genuinely just don't even know how I feel about things. I think a lot of times there's this, this big misconception with me that you guys think that I, I'm so in tune with myself that I know everything about myself and I'm confident enough to know everything that goes on in my head and the, the, the truth of the matter is that's not, that's not true at all. Um, you know, I do think I'm very in tune with myself and living alone definitely has helped me to be more in tune with myself and listen to my thoughts. And, you know, sometimes in college with all those people around, it's hard to actually like hear yourself think. And so this is a very valuable point in my life. But at, you know, that being said, I still don't have all the answers and, you know, it's, it's normal for us to not all always have the answers. And it's also normal for our answers to change over time. Um, so that's something else I've learned because I think, you know, in my 23 years, just in my, my past, I've kind of pressured myself a little bit. I've kind of, you know, stressed myself out trying to know all the, the answers and trying to know everything there is to know about everything. And, you know, the truth of the matter is there's some secrets that we keep, not because we, you know, want to keep things secret, just because our minds aren't ready to, re- you know, reveal them to ourselves yet. 
or to anyone yet, let alone ourselves. So there's just some things that we, you know, some secrets that we keep. They're just our, it's steamy. I'm starting to lose my voice more. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. So the next, next thing is a little bit more romantic again, but it, you know, you could see it either way. It could be friendship or romantic. So I wrote, don't settle. Some people just don't fill the gaps. Some people emphasize my loneliness. So I think this actually has to do with a quote that I read once because I remember hearing it being like, um, it was like, you know, some people fill gaps, you know, gaps in my heart, gaps in my being, just things that I, you know, people, you need people sometimes to fill gaps. I know that feeling and, you know, some people do fill those gaps, but some people don't. Some people actually emphasize those gaps and make you feel even lonelier, lonelier. Wow, I'm like starting to get to the point where I can't speak. Oh my God. So kind of to explain this, in relationships I've had or in points in my life where I've convinced myself that I need a relationship, I, you know, kind of forced people into my life or forced myself into thinking that someone's right for me. You know, I because some person has come along and been crazy enough to like me. So I'm like, okay, you'll do. Put you in the gap, you know? And then I'm like, wait a second, it just doesn't, it's not fitting. And if anything, it's making me feel lonelier and feeling kind of like a bad person for, you know, unintentionally pretending like I like you. And I've kind of gotten stuck in that situation quite a lot. Um, whether it be with, you know, people I'm seeing or people I'm friends with, you know, you know when it's, you know when things are right and you know when things are wrong. You know, even if, you know, your opinion changes kind of or, you know, things grow on you. You do know when something is flat out wrong. You you know, okay? Although sometimes you try to like, be like, no, it's just me being whatever. You you know when things are right and you know when things are wrong. And I've kind of come to that conclusion after 23 years. Like, you know, obviously, as I just mentioned, I could be wrong uh, in saying that because, you know, I'm constantly learning about myself and constantly learning what makes me tick. But at this point in life, Katie, <laughs> speaking to myself, you know when things are wrong, okay? So stop, you know, trying to force people to stay and try to, you know, stop trying to force yourself, you know, to fill these gaps in your life because they aren't gaps. They are just, you know, empty little spots that are going to be filled someday and it's fine that they're empty. It's like you don't need to fill all the chairs in the stadium. You know, there's going to be those chairs that aren't filled and it doesn't mean that it's a bad performance or that it's a bad sports game it's just some of those chairs are not filled okay there you go end of story so yeah don't settle just to fill those chairs that is something that I have learned um okay the last thing that I wrote which wow I guess I did go through these pretty quickly but I'm getting very sleepy I'm like my immune system's down I'm so dramatic um I said it's impossible well can I start over it's impossible to fully protect yourself from everything without sacrificing your happiness by doing so which is very true so I feel like in this life you know we're very hooked on the idea of being comfortable you know we want to be comfortable we want everything to just go you know fall into place you know fall into the plan like almost effortlessly and we're kind of okay with the idea we we accept that there's going to be some little curveballs and some little things, but like obviously, like in the movies, we can get through it, you know? <laughs> like we're gonna, you know, we, we know it's not gonna be perfect, but we don't expect it to be this freaking crazy. We don't expect for it to be this hard to deal with, hard to handle, you know? Because 
we think that like, okay, we're going to be extremely careful with our life. We're going to, you know, walk on eggshells, you know, walk like we're walking on thin ice, you know, very slowly, be careful about every person that we let into our lives, you know, be careful about everything we say, be very deliberate about what we wear. And, you know, at the end of the day, guys, you know, you can't, you, it's impossible to protect yourself from every feeling of failure, every feeling of heartbreak and sadness and, you know, what's you know just just being like feeling like you don't measure up just all those feelings that comes along with life you can't protect yourself from all of those things without also completely barricading yourself from happiness you know and and maybe you get like little happy moments here and there but it's it's not the true happiness like the blissful happiness that you experience when you just let yourself live how you want to live in the sense that you're just you know going with your gut in every moment and not waiting too long to jump you know kind of just just jumping every once in a while you know at the opportunity to do something that you really feel is right in the moment and you don't have to deliberate and think about you know forever until you like beat it you know beat it to death and I'm kind of the queen of like bailing on plans (laughs) I'll come out and say it and it isn't like you know in the friendship sense I feel like I'm very loyal you know hanging out with my friends and with things that are comfortable because I'm comfortable with my friends initially I wasn't and I remember it being such a struggle when I first met these people that I hang out with all the time like I I really struggled with kind of forcing myself to hang out with them because I was just you know coming up with all these reasons why they wouldn't like me in my head and I was coming up with all these excuses and I would just rather you know be with my friends from home who you know I've known forever and I just you know going to college in general was such like a a big leaping moment for me and it freaked me out at first because I was so convinced that I wouldn't make friends and I kept making excuses and kept you know canceling plans so I wouldn't have to hang out with my you know people that now I'm like inseparable with like I'm obsessed with them and they're my people and they know me better than I know myself as cliche as it sounds you know but I've kind of so that was like years ago like freshman year and now like you know I've been comfortable up until now and now I'm starting to deal with like you know going on dates and you know, going out with coworkers and all these unfamiliar people and in an unfamiliar place and an unfamiliar, you know, part of my life. And it's it's to the point where I've I've kind of gotten into that, you know, feeling again where I want to cancel plans and I want to just be safe and, you know, get into bed and not do anything exciting or crazy or fun and just, you know, let myself or keep myself kind of barricaded into like a very simple life. And, you know, by doing so, guys, there's all these moments I'm missing out on, you know, by not going on these dates, like who's to say that that couldn't have been like the story that I tell my, you know, my friends that like, okay, this is how I met my boyfriend or like, I don't know, you don't know. And that's the beauty of it. But it's also the terror in it because the unknown is exciting, but it's also scary as fuck. Like you're like, there's just so much uncertainty. And I was on the phone with my parents the other night. I'm actually like sweating right now, guys. I need to take off my sweatshirt. (laughs) I'm like podcasting in the nude. Um, (laughs) Uh, I was on the phone with my parents the other night on FaceTime and I think I might have touched on this in the last podcast, but I was talking to my mom about this guy that I've, I've kind of, you know, been talking to, texting, whatever. Um, and I don't really disclose like a ton of information when I'm telling her about these people because as much as I love my mom, I don't want to like, it, it's more for me too. I just like, I'm nervous about disclosing too much with people I care about because I don't want, if things go badly, I don't want her to be like, oh, like how is so, I don't even tell her the names of these people. I'm like, nope. So I was like telling her about this guy and I'm going on a date with him this week and she was like, Katie, just take a leap of faith. And I'm like, mom, that's so, that's so cliche. Why would you say that? But then now that like, you know, every time I think about a situation where I'm like, 
oh, I don't really want to do that because I'd rather do this. I'd rather be safe and comfortable. I'm like, you know what? Taking a leap of faith might get me that much closer to the happiness that I know that I deserve and I also just want so badly. You know, going back to that that one point that I mentioned, you know, if you don't ask, if you don't, you know, go after it, the answer will always be no and it will just always be a closed door. So you might as well just go for it. And I, I think that's definitely something, I know this is supposed to be kind of me reflecting on my 23 years, but this is something that I'm kind of, you know, going into my 23rd year thinking really long and hard about, you know, this whole concept of, you know, leaps of faith, you know, because being comfortable, it's, it's great, it's cute, whatever, but it won't, you know, land you on the moon, so to speak. It won't get you to the point where you're like, wow, this is what I've wanted for so long. This is the life that I've always wanted. This is the sheer amazing happiness that I've always wanted because ultimately when you protect yourself from the heartbreak and you protect yourself from all those things that you don't want to experience again because you're sick of it and you you've already had that and you don't want to deal with it again and you're scared you know by protecting yourself from all those things you're also completely shutting the door to happiness you're shutting you're slamming that door and so it's something I've definitely had to think about and you guys should think about it too it's definitely something you should process and so here's your little reminder this week Next week, you know, you got to just, you know, ask those hard questions, go after, you know, go on those dates where, you know, you think it might be awkward and you just don't really want to. And, you know, you you could just stay at home and you'd be just fine, whatever, you know, but then you just would always wonder what if. And so, you know, don't even give your chance yourself a chance to wonder if it's a weird, awkward date, whatever. Now you have a story. Now you have a story you can tell in your own podcast. (laughs) So, yeah. Okay, that's tonight's episode. Hope you guys all enjoyed this podcast. Wow, I'm actually, wow, I talked for 43 minutes. Go Katie. Wow. Okay, I thought this was gonna be like a 20 minute episode because I thought I was gonna like be like dying sick after 20 minutes. But yeah, so that is tonight's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed, you know, all of my rambles and my thoughts, the random things I wrote down in my notebook. Um, But yeah, so once more, if you guys want that awesome deal from HelloFresh, and that is $20 off your first three boxes for a total of $60 off, visit HelloFresh.com slash HelloKatie. So that's Hello, K-A-T-Y, and enter HelloKatie at checkout for that awesome deal. And that's a wrap. Hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, Pray for me as I go to alumni weekend this weekend and relive my college days, my college glory days. And I will surely come back to you guys with some more awesome content next week. So see ya.